Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 28 of Utopia to Me. With me, your host, Chris Locke. Uh, yeah, I'm glad to be uh, talking to you from where I am right now. If you've been listening to the last bunch of episodes, quite a bunch, I was stuck in the Canadian winter for too long, like a lot of my listeners I know, and I'm in Los Angeles, California right now. I hate being the guy that brags about that online and all that stuff, but guess what? Uh, Kathleen and I made a decision to come here for three weeks, and we're doing shows, and we're working on stuff, and it is hot. I'm in the sun. I'm so relaxed. It's very nice. It's hot, so I'm glad to be saying to you guys, after all the dumb intros for... uh, months of me saying like oh it's snowy outside and uh, it's too cold i did it we uh got out of there we're hanging out with some friends in the hot sun it's very nice i wish you the best i wish you guys could do it too and this episode uh is really uh was really fun for me because my good friend brian barlow is the guest who super hilarious guy who i started comedy with in like the year 2000 or something like that 2001 maybe uh, we started doing sketch and improv together, probably 2000. I don't know. It's crazy long time ago, but he's li- been living here for the past two years. So we caught up and we spent the first half of the day out walking in the blazing sun, uh, 32 degrees Celsius weather. All right. Shorts on. And then we came back and did the podcast. So I feel like this podcast has a pretty mellow vibe. We're a little bit sunbaked, but we're hanging out. Brian has some really awesome ideas, and we have a good time, and I think you guys are going to enjoy it too, because he's such a nice guy, and you have to see Brian perform live anytime you see him. I'll promote him more at the end of the podcast, but this is what's happening. Fun in the Sun, LA, Brian Barlow, super hilarious guy, hilarious writer, hilarious character comedian. He's my guest, episode 28. Just chill out. Take your pants off, no matter what. No, what matter what kind of pants. I don't care if it's a pants, dress, skirt. I don't care if you wrapped a bl- towel around yourself, and then all of a sudden this podcast started playing on your iTunes because a ghost hit play. Drop the towel, lean up against the wall, look for the ghost, but also listen to the podcast and enjoy because it's a real fun one. Okay, here we go. Enjoy. I have uh, cat hairs all over the microphones because. Um, you know, I have two cats. So do you. See that? Yeah. The cat there. Oh, my gosh. So they're in Toronto. <clears throat> Did customs give you a hard time with this cat hair on them? Well, they didn't go through my suitcase, luckily. Otherwise, they would have been like, why are there microphones with cat hairs on this? What are you, uh, running an illegal cat show, <laughs> fashion show? And Yeah. So those of you listening, the reason why I went through customs with these microphones and they still have my cat hair on them is because I'm in L.A. right now in an Airbnb apartment with my good friend and longtime sketch partner and funny comedian Brian Barlow. Hey, guys. How's it going? (laughs) Hey, Chris. Hey. Hi. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for having me, man. I came all the way to L.A. to get Brian on my podcast. I love it. It's it's good to be here on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's going to be on the Internet forever. Holy cow. Is that okay? Can I swear? Not yet. Holy cow. Like, I want the expletives to increase the more uh, amazed you get throughout the podcast. Okay. Yeah, so by the end, you're just going to be like, Jesus, Christmas shit. (laughs) (laughs) Like from Friday the 13th, part four. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so 
if there's weird room tone or you hear a fridge or you hear just beautiful weather outside <laughs> on the podcast, it's because, yeah, we're in L.A. This is where Brian lives now. And he's been here for almost two years. Just got his green card yeah, a man. few months ago. Yeah. And But this isn't my place. So these sounds right. are not my sounds. They're from an Airbnb where Kathleen and I are staying. These sounds are not my, my L.A. Now, <laughs> the, the outside sounds that you might hear... Sure, some of my sounds are similar <laughs> by my place, but these sounds are completely different. Yeah, exactly. These the, are sort of like Chris's sound, L.A. sound style with a little bit of Brian mixed in. Yeah, there's a good chance that some of the birds you hear outside might be might, might, might fly by my place and then, you know, tweet. <laughs> like, oh, by my, my God, <laughs> birds literally tweet. Yeah. I didn't even, I totally forgot about that all these years of Twitter. Birds have been tweeting the whole time. Yeah. And we've been faving them all the, the whole time. Birds were the first Twitters. Do you fave birds' tweets? <laughs> yeah. I, do, you not, try, do you ever retweet back at a bird? I, I try. You know what? I don't bird watch. I bird listen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I just bird experience. I go in the woods with a blindfold. <laughs> and then, Can you tell a bird by its tweet? Well, I can tell if that's a bird or not. <laughs> <laughs> There's one. That's yeah. a bird. Yeah, bird. Bird. Bluebird? I don't know. <laughs> Big bird. <laughs> Big bird. Uh, check, please. Oh, jeez. We, like... <laughs> that would be great. You just try to identify, like... <laughs> check, please, in the middle of the woods. Check, please. That's like if a bear came up. Uh, check, please. That's how you... It's like Bugs Bunny. That's how you trick a bear. You're like, check, please. And then the bear goes and gets you a check. <laughs> All right, Kathleen's leaving. She just made a dumb, a funny face. I shouldn't say dumb face. It was okay. funny. Let's be guys now. All right. Yeah. How big is it? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what I want people to know is the reason why I'm so excited is because... Both the early years of our comedy career were just me and you working together, making each other laugh and doing dumb things. Right. As the Gurg. G-U-R-G. G-U-R-G, the Gurg. From what, 2001 to 2005, 6, seven? Something like that. And then, yeah. It's still, it's, it's like when a band is like on hi- hiatus. Right. That's it. We yeah. started 2001. We're just on hiatus. Did... Because we're doing a Gerg show tonight at the Tomorrow Show at oh the Steve Allen Theater. Yeah. That's oh, that's going to be great. Yeah. yeah. Ron Lynch's show, which you and Katie Crown and uh, Davey Johnson mm-hmm. do stuff at basically every Saturday. Yeah. And uh, Chris Walsh as well. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's so much fun. Yeah. 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 It's great. Like, So that's nice that you got in with those guys basically right when you got here. Yeah. It's, and it's giving you a stage to experiment and be weird. Oh, man. It's so good. And then Sunday nights I uh, do a show every Sunday in Covina called Chatterbox. And, yeah. Yeah. It's Which I'm doing fun. next week. I'm excited. Oh, man. And you're driving me there. Yeah. I'm excited for that. And then I'll <laughs> I'll do a character on the show. But I could yeah. still do the character while we're driving. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, but I won't be like. I'll try not to give you to. I'll I'll try not to like workshop it with you to get in your head. <laughs> I won't be my character Crashams or anything <laughs> like that or Steve Crashams. <laughs> yeah, Jake Speed. Um, yeah, well, then we should say to people that we both got into the biz early on. Uh, you know, as improvisers and sketch comedians, and now. Uh, 
Yeah, and we met. At you've evolved City. even more into a writer and solo character. Right. Like you'll still do sketch with people. Right. When you have a funny idea, but for the most part, you perform solo character. Right. And they're all insane. Yeah. And which is also a natural progression from the hit loner show that you did in toronto for like what six years yeah 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 so you've always been a goof and can i say this i feel like when we first met when we were young you were perfecting like bad uncle jokes (laughs) and now you've kind of grown into the master you're almost like just a funny uncle now yeah i'm turning into (laughs) the real papa Prapa. yeah yeah papa Prapa is the best character he does where you just have props and they're the worst jokes yeah because you're so old but he's an endearing guy that you love uh yesterday i uh, i lost my cane recently so i had to buy a new cane and uh you know I did. Good story, huh? Did you buy it with the costume on? Like, this will be... How do you do it? Yeah, I went up to the counter. I didn't want to try and and I was Papa like, Bravo. I need a cane. <laughs> give me a cane. Do you have one? Give me a cane, everybody. Give, give me a cane. <laughs> Last time I was in L.A., I saw your Papa Bravo show at the Comedy Central stage. Oh, wow, yeah. Remember? Yeah, that was... I didn't have a beard. That's all I remember. You didn't have a beard? No, for some reason, I didn't have a beard that trip, and I'm like, what am I doing? Oh, man. Well, uh, you have a beard this trip. It's the best. And I have a beard right now, too. The Papa Proper Show, yeah. Not as crazy as mine. The Papa Proper Show was so funny. And Katie and Davey were involved in that, too. Yeah. What the hell? What the heck? <laughs> oh, man, yeah. So you having fun out here, or what? Yeah, I love it. It's really nice. <laughs> it's so beautiful out, and like, you know. Yeah, it's all a- the time. I got a lot of good friends out here, and you know, yeah, yeah. it's it's nice. It's, yeah, yeah. And but you, yeah, you, you're used to it now. Like you know where where to go. Like the, I've been here. This is my third big trip here, but I'm still overwhelmed by most of the locations. Like I know Los Feliz, right, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Griffith Park, I still get lost in, sort of. Right. Yeah, mostly because I'm scared of snakes. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, it's, it's it's really good. I mean, you know, yeah, you can get lost and yeah, get lost, man. Yeah, come to LA and get lost. Yeah, do you go to the beach? Mm. Once in a while, not not too much though. I'm more yeah. or less, I don't know. I stick around like Las Vegas, Silver Lake, yeah, kind of areas. And uh, but I, yeah, love going to the beach. We should go next weekend. Yeah. When you were in the shower, me and Kathleen were talking about going to the beach with with you. Okay, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> At first sec, I thought you were going to admit something bad. We were going to go to the beach, but we thought we'd wait for you to get out of the shower. <laughs> yeah, I think we should... Well, Kathleen for sure really wants to go to a beach. She's a swimming junkie. And I would like to go to the beach just because... We saw it from the top of Griffith Park, but that's about it. Oh, did you? Well, you know, you can see the end of the city. Yeah. Like, I find it's funny on Griffith Park is like this beautiful mountain that you climb and then, uh, you know, in the hot California sun and then it's beautiful and then you get to the top and then especially on like a hazy fog, like, like, what's it called? Not fog, but... What's pollution? Smog. Smog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Smoggy day. It's like you get to the top of this beautiful mountain and then your view is gross. It's <laughs> like, what is this? The Gaza Strip? That's why I never go up a mountain, man. <laughs> That's why I stay at the bottom. Never go up a mountain. You That's won't like, like what you see. 
Instead of like going up the mountain, I go downtown so I can take a look at the mountain. Oh, I see. You go down. Yeah, I go down. Like when you see a mountain, you go as far down as you can get. Yeah. Then okay. like, that looks beautiful. Have you ever gone to the bottom of the ocean to look up at a mountain? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever like gone down to the bottom of the ocean to check out the Titanic? <laughs> Not yet. But I envy that. Jeans. Road trip. Yeah. <laughs> Boat roads, trip. We're, we're in a boat trip. Boat trip. Roads. Underwater trips. Roads. We don't need roads. Man. Yeah, do you want to go to the Titanic? I don't care. I'll try anything. Could That's... you cannonball all the way down there? <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> That'd be funny if you did a, a super cannonball to the point where the compression blew out your brains. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was really like a cannonball exploding. <laughs> sort of. Well, cannonballs never exploded, but they'd make things explode and break. <laughs> Anyways, I'm not the best scientist. I'd love to go down to the Titanic, though, and just being like, my great-grandfather's watch is down there. Yeah, trust me. I'm going to get it. <laughs> and then you just come back with, like, ten watches? Yeah. I can't remember which one is his. Oh, well. I'm going to keep them all. eBay. <laughs> eBay. <laughs> Titanic watches. <laughs> They're like the new moon rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Titanic watches. Titanic watches. That's a good idea. You should sell those. Man, but you have to go. I gotta go. Ask James C., another Canadian, James Cameron. Oh, yeah. Doesn't he live down there now? Like his studio is down there. Like down by Titanic. <laughs> yeah, that's where he does all his uh, avatar. He made it on the Titanic. Yeah, he made it. Yeah. He has the worst flooding issues for his studio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moment of silence for everyone that's died on a James Cameron set. Oh, jeez. Have you listened to this podcast? I have, yeah. How many? Uh, Be honest. Uh, Tim's, right? You listen to Tim's? I listen to Tim's. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who else? I Do listen to Say hi to everyone. Say hey. hi to everyone. But you've seen them. They've all passed through recently. Everyone separately or together? Yeah, say hi. Yeah, say hi to everyone you can hey. think of. Hey, this one's for Tim Gilbert. Tim. <laughs> hey, what's up? Miss you, man. Uh, this is for Aaron. <laughs> Miss you, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. But half the old Last Sabbath comedy scene is out here. Yeah, there's, like, yeah, there's well, a good Sometimes time. when I'm in Toronto, I'm like, most of my friends are here. But then when I'm here, I'm like, oh, yeah, a bunch are back in Toronto. No, there's more in Toronto than here. Yeah. yeah. There's more in Toronto than here. <laughs> they still heard it. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well... Have you thought, okay, have you thought about your utopian world, what it would look like at all? I mean, it sounds like L.A. is almost that anyways. Yeah. But what about in your utopian world, um, you're a really nice guy. I'm trying to think of like a good angle. Mm -hmm. Nice, funny guy. What kind of environment would, would be perfect for you? Like, would you love? I would love an uh, environment with no drama. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, just everyone's kind of laid back. Yeah. Everyone's like, you know, um, if you go for a parking spot and someone else is going for a parking spot. Yeah. People are just like, go ahead, have the parking spot. Yeah. They wouldn't be like, uh -uh, that's my parking spot. <laughs> They'd be like, it's your parking spot. Yeah, because usually when people do that, you get very upset. Uh, not really. I don't get upset. It just sucks to see grumpy people. Yeah, man. No grumpy people. No. Mellow, no. understanding people. Signs everywhere that just says no grumps allowed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's say 
there were grumps in your world. Jail them. Really? Yeah. Put them in jail. Grumps go to jail. <laughs> yeah. But I'm picturing grumps being like weird creatures like Grimace from McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're, go to jail, grump, and they waddle in. Right. <laughs> but the grumps, too, like, it wouldn't, the prison for grumps yeah. wouldn't, like, it wouldn't be taxpayers that have to pay for it, too. Right. Yeah. The grumps have to pay for their own prison. They have to work to keep themselves in the prison? Yeah. What but then they... they're probably happier, though, too, right? Yeah. Because then they'd have, like, instead of, like, a prison yard where, you know, you could work out. They'd have they'd their own parking spots. Oh. Where they could, like, <laughs> just honk at each other and key each other's cars all the time and everything. <laughs> Behind, like, a big wall. Yeah. That's so funny. People fighting and arguing in their own little zone. Yeah, it's Fight Club Jail. That's so funny. Yeah. So no grumps walking free. No, man. Everyone is pretty mellow. How did you word it? Pretty, no drama. Yeah. No drama. No drama, man. Everyone's walking around pretty mellow. Grumps are in jail that they pay for themselves. So they they sort of understand. They're like, yeah, yeah, I'll pay for my own comfort zone where I get to fight over parking. <laughs> I guess LA parking is huge, eh? Parking and traffic. Yeah, it's, oh man, I haven't seen, I haven't gotten one, but there's a lot of times I'll see like notes in people's cars. Oh, yeah. If someone like double parks or like they um they don't leave enough room for like a car, but they should have pulled up a little bit, I'll see like notes that like uh, you live in L.A. asshole, you, you uh you know parking double spot is like uh, committing a serious crime. You're fucking asshole. You deserve to be dead. <laughs> like whoa stuff like that. What is? I've never really got what double parking is. Is just blocking a person in on the street? Well, no, it's like um. Say there's street parking and there's enough room for, like, two people to park, but then someone parks sort of in the middle, so then no one else can park at the front end or at the behind. I know. That is a pisser, though. Yeah, man, it is. Yeah. And I was worried I did that the other day, but I wasn't parked for that long, so I remedied it. But I think that, too, like, leaving a note, if you leave a note, it could just be like, you know. Yeah. Hey, next time, you know, don't do that or yeah. something. But, like, to wish someone dead because they, like... Yeah, there are people that live on this planet that when they get angry, they instantly go to um, this person should be dead. (laughs) Like there's no like, yeah, uh, there's no reasoning at all. It's like you should be dead. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Uh, Yeah. Like I think uh, I think it should take a lot to kill a person. A person's got to be like the ultimate grump. Right. Like the worst person ever. Maybe then I would still even wouldn't say they should be dead. Yeah, I don't think anyone should be dead. Like they shouldn't even die. No, man. Do people die in this world? No, everyone lives forever. No, the grumps die. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys just watch it. Yeah, that, yeah, that's that's our reality show. It's Grumps TV. Yeah, you're like hey, cheering hey. for a grump, just like coughing to death. Yeah, and then the best grumps like have to like. <laughs> Live in a house together, and it's a reality show. <laughs> this is pretty dark, but if there was a grump in a gas chamber, uh-huh. and they killed over and coughed to death, would you go watch it? <laughs> would I go? Would you bang on the window and be like, hey. hey. Yeah, man. No, I wouldn't watch it. No. Um, You're like, in my utopian world, grumps uh, die, and people watch it, but I don't watch it. <laughs> 
necessarily. <laughs> like you made it up in your own world, but you're like, but I'm not interested. I I came up with it for the other people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The other people in the utopian world, you're like, you guys might enjoy this, but it's too much for me. No, I got other stuff on my mind. On my, on like my what? Plate. <laughs> what else are you doing? What kind of house would you live in? I live in a, a small bungalow. Yeah. Yeah. Like the ones here? Uh, yeah, like, like they you know, kind of look Mexican, you know. Uh, yeah, I like, like those. small, you know, small little house. You're born and raised Canadian. Is there stuff you miss about Canada that you would want in the world? Oh man, I uh, igloos, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dog sleds, dog sleds, uh, color spelled with a U in there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm, I don't know if I'm ever going to change... Wherever I live, I don't know if I'm going to change the way I spell. Is that weird? No, Is, that's not weird. We get, will I get fired from a job here? I noticed, like, there's there certain things, like, uh, once in a while, like, uh, I used to say... Or sometimes I'll say, sorry. Yeah. And then once in a while, like, an American person will be like, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Oh, right, because it's sorry. It's more sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry about my house. Sorry. No, sorry about my house. So sometimes when I'll do a set, I'll like say something and then I'll hear someone in the audience go, he's Canadian. Like, um, whoa. He like, you know, when I used to do, uh, this bit where I talk about bra sizes and then oh, it ends yeah. with like Zed or something like oh, that. Oh, right. Cause it's Zed. It's, it's Z here. Oh, Z. Yeah. So then I'll say Zed and then, you know, the whole set will be like, you know. Not yeah. like I'm hiding it or anything like yeah. that, but it's just so funny. Like, that guy's Canadian. And then the cops Canadian. come in and scale down the theater and wait for you to get off stage. <laughs> yeah. Like you're Jim Morrison <laughs> Pete or something. Yeah. <laughs> just start throwing bottles. All right, come with us, Zed maniac. Oh, um, yeah, so you live in a... Oh, yeah, I did notice that sometimes, uh, you know, I used to... Well, I still have this joke about... Getting high and then realizing I've been sitting on the toilet for 20 minutes listening to music and not using the toilet, <laughs> which is totally based on a true story. But I used to say the bathroom, mm-hmm. but since I, when I tour in the States, they're like, bathroom, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Oh, yeah. So you have to say washroom, washroom. even though that drives me nuts. Or restroom. No, no, no. You have to say bathroom. Sorry. I no, no. Yeah. Up. You say bathroom. I would say washroom. Or restroom. Yeah. But bathroom is what you're supposed to say. Yeah. They won't. Yeah. See, I even got mixed up because I'm so used to saying bathroom. They're like, bathroom? Now. What do you do with that? Is that where no, you, washroom. Is, the, is that where you eat? Washroom? They're like, washroom? You don't wash in there. You bathe in there. And you, you're like, actually, no. I pee in there. You bathe. That, I, even my story got to confu- us confused about what's the right... They say washroom here. I just say... No, they say bathroom here. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I I just say... <laughs> Me say what? I say poo room. Wait, what do we fucking say? Washroom. They I, say bathroom. I have to go to the pee, poo, brush my teeth, wash my face, take a shower room. <laughs> I have to go to the where my towel is room. <laughs> yeah. I have to go to my private... But that's the thing. You're like... But when you go to the ba- uh, bathroom here, like in a, like a McDonald's or whatever the hell, a restaurant, right? Why see? Why wouldn't you call that a washroom? Because there's a sink and a toilet. That's it. There's no bath. But they're like, it's the bathroom. Yeah. Sorry, it's the bathroom. It's bullshit, man. Yeah, I'm yeah. stressed. Okay. I'm moving back to Canada. Yeah. So, anyways, you got a bungalow with a bathroom in it. I got a bungalow with a bathroom in it. How it's could... one floor. It's very comfortable. I got a big ass backyard, though, man. It's yeah. nice. What's in it? 
disc know, golf course. <laughs> disc golf course. And everyone listening, I went disc golfing on my first day back at LA with Brian. Yeah, it was really fun. Oh man, I'm not as good at it's it. It's really great. It's so funny. Yeah, I love like, I don't know. I I do it, and then sometimes it will like the frisbee like will roll down a hill. And then I'll just start laughing my head off. <laughs> by yourself. I'm, I'm running after a Frisbee. Like laughing at a Frisbee by yourself in the sun. Oh, my gosh. It's so stupid. <laughs> That's a California life, man. But the people that do it are so nice. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because you met a man that, like, taught you everything right away. <laughs> yeah. It was, like, super patient and oh, nice. I, like, showed up with the wrong Frisbee. <laughs> like, like a real Frisbee. I showed up with, like, a real Frisbee. But they have specific discs. And he's like, you're a rookie, huh? Yeah. You know, and then he gave me my own disc. And he's like, don't listen to those guys over there. Yeah. <laughs> those guys giving you a hard time. Frisbee. Throw this Frisbee at them. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's relaxing. Oh, man. Yeah. It's it's great. The park we went to was beautiful. Yeah. It's outside a town. What, what was that town called? Oh, uh, uh, Silmar or something Silmar? like that. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Nice. Oh, man. Yeah. Most of them don't have little clubhouses and stuff, too, or... Like that one did. Yeah. Yeah. Got some, I got some corn nuts for the trip. Oh my gosh. Um, Classic disc golf snack. Yeah. Well, I just played disc golf, had some corn nuts, you know. Yeah. So there's a disc golf, do you think, in yeah. your backyard? I get, well, I got a basket. I don't have like a whole course or something. Oh, right. You just you know? hit so it. So I can like, and a lot of It's sort of discs. like a disc golf driving range. Yeah. 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 And I have a pool, you know, I love to yeah. swim. Do you have a real golf dri- driving range? Because I know you like golf, too. Oh, jeez. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure, I do, actually. <laughs> no, yeah, it's okay. I don't know. No, I can do whatever I want. Exactly. Right? I don't yeah. want to force you to have no, golf you know in what? your house. Yeah, no. I'm <laughs> no, I will for you, man. <laughs> you yeah. know what? I know how you like Chris it. might come over sometimes <laughs> you know? in my utopian world. I have a ping pong table. Yeah. You know, but no, know win- no wind pong, in my yeah. backyard. Because, uh, really? yeah, Not I even. hate when you're playing ping pong outside right. or something and the wind moves, you know, it's, oh yeah, it's those balls ridiculous. don't stand a chance. Yeah. It's BS. But what if you're not playing ping pong and you'd want to just sit out in a nice autumn breeze or something? Well, then I push my button and then the breeze happens. <laughs> so basically <laughs> you have a breeze button. Well, I guess I have maybe, um, some side walls yeah. that can go up that prevent wind. Oh. But not like... Like James, how, like an old James Bond villain house. Yeah, yeah. Except for there's no, like, ceiling on the, the outside, you know? Like James Bond is like, what are the walls for, Goldfinger? And he's like, <laughs> for the breeze. <laughs> you expect me to use these walls? <laughs> <laughs> do you, I've, I've been doing these James yeah, Bond do things. Them. Like, I'm going to refill my glass with water. This do is them. so stupid. I heard some of these. These are James... Uh, go, you say it. You're listening to Sean Connery Radio. Do you expect me to talk? Oh, <laughs> uh, so stupid. And then, um... Sorry, that's loud. You want... <laughs> oh, you're okay. And we'll start filming the new James Bond in 007, 006, 005, 004, 004. <laughs> Anyway. No, go to the end. 001. <laughs> Bam. Yeah. James Bond jokes. 001. Ba-na-boom. ba That's when it starts. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you love Sean Connery's James Bond, especially from that line in Goldfinger. You're always joking about it. I'm always. Every, you expect me to talk? Every day, that's how I wake up. Doesn't he up. do an answering machine joke, too, or a phone joke with that? You, this is Sean Connery's answering machine <laughs> message. 
I expect you to talk. <laughs> I expect you to talk, Goldfinger. <laughs> okay, so you got walls blocking the breeze, and yeah. then you put them down when you want a nice breeze. Right. Which is another thing that I think I suggested, so it's more like... Breeze walls. You're helping me enjoy your house. Oh, by the way, too, I have, like, a couple guest rooms for, like, oh. friends that can come over and crash. Nice. So it's big. So, yeah, you're welcome to, like... It's a big bungalow. It's a long Well, bungalow. I said earlier it was a small one. Yeah. I just put on some additions. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's getting bigger. You also really emphasized how much you love swimming. Yeah, I really like swimming. Yeah. yeah. So is this going to be a regular pool or will it be like cool, like fake mountains, rocks, grotto? You know what I mean? Oh, my gosh. Think about it. This is your world is your oyster right no, now. No, this is, this is really great. You know what? I'm going to go with a, a, a pool that's in the shape of a football. I'm not a big football fan or anything, but I just thought that'd be kind of cool. And yeah. then underneath, there's like, uh, at it's the bottom sort of, of the pool, there's lines painted, like football lines. Yeah. So when like planes that go above that are taking like the grumps to jail, Yeah. when they look down, That's they... the only reason planes fly in this world. Yeah. Is transporting grumps. It's like Con Air. Yeah. Everyone's just happy where they are. <laughs> yeah. No, man, I want to travel. But what kind of environment is it? California? Is it Canadian foresty? Like cottage country, Canadian? A lot of people go cottage country. Of course, I'm talking like to mostly Canadian. No, Canada. it's like California. But then, yeah. Canada is like you know a uh, half an hour drive away. So pretty close. Have you ever gone up the West Coast and seen like Oregon and Washington and all that? Is this real life or in in real life? Yeah, <laughs> in your real life. <laughs> no, I haven't. No. Oh, because you would love that. I got to do that soon. It's like Vancouver-ish. Like there's always f- beautiful v- vegetation that lasts all year round. Oh, lush. I'm gonna do that soon. I I just got a car. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of car is it again? It's a 2005 Chevy Cavalier, baby. Yeah. Bright red. And I rode in it, and it's crisp, like a bright red apple. It has a spoiler on it, too, so, you know, it goes fast. Spoiler alert, it goes fast. It goes real fast. (laughs) Um, It goes all right. Yeah. (laughs) I sat in it. It's okay. It's nice. Yeah, no, it's nice. That's another thing about L.A. When we were driving in that disc golf course in your car, remember we saw that, like, super low, rusted pickup truck? Yeah. It looked like a coral reef on wheels. (laughs) It looked like... Yeah. Well, I said it looked like a Hot Wheels truck that you found in the bottom of a, a lake. <laughs> yeah. But that, but it's true. Like every, mostly when I come to the States, you don't see it a lot in Canada, but people drive vehicles until they're literally dangerous, like almost Mad Maxi vehicles. It's, it, yeah, it's true. And it, it, a lot of times though, too, because cars don't really rust here. So it was weird mm-hmm. seeing that car because that car was completely covered in rust. So it had to like been driven from another state or something. But it's also like a, it means it's a super old like metal truck or something. <laughs> yeah. 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 Aluminum or something. What is that? <laughs> I don't know because everything's like plexiglass now or fiberglass or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what kind of car would you have in your perfect utopian world? Would it be the Corolla or would it be? <laughs> You're just like, yeah, I'm just chilling. I'd have. I'd be like Jay Leno, except only have Chevy Cavaliers. <laughs> I'd have like 20 Chevy Cavaliers. Very nice. All Wait, different is that colors. Cavalier? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I said Corolla. Yeah. Oh, Cavalier. that's okay. I thought you were, you know. Being hilarious? I thought you were sponsored by Toyota a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, thanks. Yeah. Toyota. No, I'd probably, I don't know. I'd get a scooter, you know? Yeah? Yeah. You get a little scooter. You can have a scooter. Yeah. 
I'd get a scooter. <laughs> I'd have like a bunch of Chevy Cavaliers. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And I get uh I'd have a slipstream uh you know, uh camper. Oh yeah. Yeah. For where would you go camping? Just fucking everywhere. Everywhere. Man. Yeah. So you just like are living a pretty free, relaxed life right now. Right now. Would you yeah. have a job even? No job, man. No job. You just enjoy the planet. Yeah, you know. How many other people are on this planet? It's like five of us. <laughs> so there's like two gr- when you say grumps, that's like two guys. <laughs> that's like four other people. No, um five coolies. Have you ever watched gr- Lost at all? No, I the just... grumps are sort of like the others. Okay, I think I might know what that means. <laughs> They're weird. You were super into Lost. I was for yeah the first. I remember all seasons. But then were you one of like the one like everybody else that got disappointed by the end? Yeah, I I I still haven't watched the complete last season. But do you know what happens? Yeah. I've never watched it. Can I still say what happens? It's long over. Long yeah, gone. yeah. Do it. Finally. I've heard and I never watched it. I watched the first episode with you, I think. Mm-hmm. Like I got sucked into the plane. And yeah, the thing. pilot's really great. Yeah. Okay. So it like, and then I kept hearing from fans all the time that it gets weirder, weirder, weirder. Is this how it ends? It ends with um, them realizing they've just been dead the whole time and it's like their brains <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> What I can't remember. <laughs> like they've been dead and like so what they're experiencing is basically like their DMT trip before they die. I heard at the end it was like the start of the next show, which was called Found. Oh, come on. Yeah. Is that true? No. Oh. That would be yeah. They just run into Gilligan at the end? That would be amazing. Yeah, they should have done that. Um Okay, so five people. No, no. There's there's more than five. <laughs> Yeah. There's like, you know, yeah, it's, there's a lot of people. Yeah. But, you know, no dicks. You mean grumps? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no, I still got my ding dong. (laughs) (laughs) All dicks and grumps go to jail. (laughs) You're really mad at dicks and grumps right now. Yeah. No, man. Yeah, I just. I get it, though. You. People do know you. That if you've known Brian, you know him as a happy-go-lucky, nice guy. Ah, just be good people. Yeah. If I'm, you're a dick and you're listening to this, you're dick. Go to jail. <laughs> just check yourself into jail like it's rehab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you help me? I'm a dick. No, just like go in your shed and stay there. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. What about you and I have similar tastes in music? What kind of would be the soundtrack to this perfect utopian camping uh, backyard sports world that you live in? There would be, yeah, there would be a lot of music. Yeah. So, I mean, because I don't know, I can't listen to just one type, yeah. you know? Like, sometimes lately I've been like listening to more mellow kind of stuff, mm-hmm. but like, I still will go towards like, you know, John Dwyer type stuff or, yeah. Yeah. Or like, yeah. DOCs. Or The Fall, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's the mellow stuff you've been listening to? I've been listening to, like, Beck's new album and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You told me it's really good. It's really good. That caused such a stir at the Grammys. It, Kanye really wanted his friend to win. Yeah, he really did. <laughs> hey, this is my friend. And I always... That morning I woke up, I was like, I'm going to buy every album that I see on the Grammys. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I just bought a record player. So I, I'm yeah. like... Oh, are you listening to it on vinyl? Yeah. Extra crisp, right? Yeah, man. So good. Do you notice a difference? Yeah, I do. It's, it's It sounds so much better. Sounds like you're in a room. I also picked up like a, yeah, a Steve Martin album. Yeah. Yeah. Which one? I think Wild and Crazy Guy. The first one? Uh, no, actually, no, that's no the, the second, second one. one. Yeah. 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 And what are you thinking? Oh, that's great. The it's joke, a good reset to bring you back to silly, right? The jokes sound so crisp. Yeah. Like your car. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it sounds like you're right there. Yeah, Steve Martin is a good... Kathleen listens to him a lot. Oh, really? I feel like he's a good reset to silly when you want to, like, just come back to, like, the goofiness of comedy. Right. Which is your style, too. Yeah, I'm... Yeah. You're literally... Your comedy style is like that in the sense that it basically... You don't put too much, like, overthinking into it. You just go with your first silly instinct. Right. And just, like, riff riff on that. (laughs) Right. Which is like... Can you name... Just name some of your characters. And, like, maybe some people will get an idea if they haven't seen you. Oh, Sexy Pete... Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, <laughs> Wait, do a line of sexy Pete right now. <laughs> a lot of the guys are like world's dumbest guy, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. world's smartest man. You yeah. know, do world's smartest man? Can you? Yeah, it'd be like, I know how to put the light bulb in the ceiling, no problem. <laughs> that's 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 the world's smartest guy. Yeah. So he's actually like. The world's smartest, smartest guy is actually pretty dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Only he calls himself the smartest guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know how babies are made any uh, all the time. <laughs> yeah. Don't ask me, though. It's gross. Don't ask me, though. It's gross. See, that... I, I feel like I do that to you all the time. What? Um, well, because basically I started out in comedy. My real experience growing as a comedian stems from riffing with you. Yeah. So even now when we hang out and you're riffing as a guy, I just start riffing with you <laughs> yeah. as the guy too. And then I'm always like, and then like later on, you know, when you have afterthoughts, like, gee, what did I do in that conversation? <laughs> Sometimes when I leave a conversation with you, I'm like, you know what? I was riffing on Brian's own idea. I hope he doesn't think I'm like, No, not at all. You know what I mean? No, no. Because, yeah, it just feels. It's just that that's where you and I come from. Right. We should talk about um, to get digress a little bit even more. Yeah, when we did the Gerg sketch troupe, we actually for Canada was a big deal. We got to do TV shows a couple times. Yeah, yeah. You know, the Cream of Comedy, two thousand three. We were on TV with Dan Redekin, who's been a guest on this. Right, and uh, he was hosting it. And um, yeah, and then we did the Toronto show, short-lived <laughs> Toronto show that Ennis Esmer was yeah. hosting. Yeah. Remember that? And uh, you be- wear almost new- no clothes on that. Yeah, I was. they made me like wear... Because I didn't realize that there was an audience behind us. So, like, when we performed the <laughs> sketch, like, I had, like, my butt, like, in people's faces. And, like, they made me, like, pick up, like, some, like, skin-colored, like, underwear. Yeah. And then even with that, though, it was just horrible. Yeah. Then I covered myself with oven mitts. We were so, like... It's not that it was unprofessional. It's just that we really valued the liveness of comedy. Like, we loved the spur of the moment, which is what we're both still like. Right. In our respective, like, styles now. We like being in the moment with the audience and live to the point where when we were 
asked to be on TV, we'd do things we'd like never done before. <laughs> right. Like I don't think we'd ever done that nude sketch no, before. We had it. And we did it on the Toronto show. <laughs> right. That's so ridiculous. Like, no, we did it one other time at like Maybe to like get ready for the show. Yeah, we did it at Second City one time. But most people when they go on TV, it's something they've been working for a year or two. <laughs> no, I know. And we were like, let's just do this. Well, I remember, yeah, cuz it was a big part of it too was like being polished but not in that like yeah. you keep it loose. Yeah. But then know where you're going with everything. We always had beats we wanted to hit, but we liked... I think we liked trying to like make each other laugh first. Yeah. And that maybe sometimes that shows comedians with their set of rules in their head would think that's not professional or self-indulgent or something, but... Everyone that was with us, like, would laugh just as hard or more. Like, it was really fun. Right. Um, I think in my utopia as well, I think maybe the Gerg would be the anthem, national anthem. Like a, <laughs> a Batman sketch. Anyway, it's <laughs> shitty just describing a sketch yeah. on a Batman. podcast. But, like, yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Didn't cool. someone end up saying that we stole that idea or something? Really? Yeah. No, I I didn't think that one. I thought when we did like the caveman thing, we definitely okay. Maybe for the people listening, well, we didn't. We I, used to do this I, thing I, where we were like cavemen that have been around for millions of years, and we talked about seeing dinosaurs and all this stuff. And one time we did, it, we had no idea. We did it in New York, and it did great, right? It killed, like everybody yeah. laughed. But then our friend Greg from New York. Oh, right. Came up to us after and was like, have you guys heard of the Rob or Carl Reiner and... Oh, yeah. No, Rob Reiner and Mel Brooks thing, the million-year-old man? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were like, no, what is it? And he's like, it's that, basically. <laughs> That's fine, though. Like, we were young. I, I think we stopped doing know that everything. after that, right? Of course, yeah. Once we knew, we stopped. But you can't know everything. I mean, I didn't really know about those guys at was that Was Chelsea time. Peretti on that show, too? Um, we saw her perform. I don't, maybe, uh, I can't remember. So now she's famous, right? Yeah. Does she have her own show or she just shows up on shows? She shows up on shows and stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's neat. Yeah. She'll never remember meeting us then. Oh, she well. She keeps pranking me all the time. <laughs> Prank phone. No, I'm just kidding. Why no. did I bring up the Gerg thing again, though? Oh, it there was, was uh, more I wanted to say. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe just riffing on stuff and then being like, Oops, because when I hang out with you, we just end up riffing uh, anyways. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Whatever. It was really fun. Yeah, it was, it was good. <laughs> it was a good. Did you? And there's a Harry Potter character called the Gerg. Are you serious? Yeah. Sue them. Okay, well, we're performing tonight. How, oh, your phone is on the internet. What the? <laughs> That's so weird. And when we perform tonight, how do you want to be introduced? The Gerg or just Brian and Chris? Now we're figuring out with people that will listen to this years from now. What do you want to do? Hey, you guys listening at home, email me or text me, Twitter me. Twitter, tweet at a bird. Let's do, well, yeah, let's say the Gerg. You want to? Yeah, I guess. Well, what is the thing from Harry Potter that's the Gerg? Some creature that talks like this. Is that true? No, I don't yeah. know. Hey, Harry, this way. Hi, Harry. The crystal is lost. <laughs> is there a crystal in Harry? No, Potter? there's always something. Hey, Harry, do you like candy? <laughs> I'm the Gerg. Harry Potter's a bit of a grump. Yeah, he'd go to jail, Harry P. Just chill out, man. Is there like a kind of government in your utopian world? Yeah, but, you know. 
They're nice. <laughs> There's no like <laughs> lines, you know. There's like, like uh, they don't hide things from you. Then? If you if you have to wait in line, hmm. you don't have to do your taxes. Are you being spied on the internet by the government? <laughs> no, man. This government is the best. Yeah. Yeah. Like seriously, the government. <laughs> what's their rule? Like, what's their exact law on spying? What's their law on spying? Yeah. Like, how do they? What do they say? Don't do it. They, the government says it? The government's like, do what you want. We're just going to back off. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. They're going to, they'll be like, listen, we're the government. (laughs) (laughs) What do they look like? It sounds like an ominous gang of uh, hooded weirdos. Yeah. It's all just like the government's run by kids. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, we're the government. Do what you like. Give us candy. Yeah, we just want... We wouldn't want to play. The government are <laughs> kids that just want to play. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's nice. The president is a kid. Really? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's just a cool kid. So how do you like the kid president? <laughs> oh, same same thing. It's yeah. like, you know, all the kids... <laughs> all the kids run... <laughs> And then you know, like run physically? <laughs> no, oh. no. <laughs> I thought it was like a real race for a sec. Yeah, but they run, they campaign. They run, they campaign, and yeah. typically, like the cutest kid usually wins. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like the president of the world, yeah. or a country, or each country has their own kid that yeah. represents their. What's country. your country called that you live in? Oh, holy shit! Are you serious? Yeah, I get to choose the name. You get of to the choose country? anything. Uh, what's up? <laughs> that's the yeah. That's the, I live in WhatsApp. It's like California with a little bit of Canada on top. Yeah, it's WhatsApp. Yeah, you remember the commercial from a billion years ago? Yeah, I know it's your fave. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> oh man! So um, the kid races. The cutest kid wins. Yeah, but then he has no power, right? He's just no a cute man. He kid. has all the power. Oh really? Yeah. Has there ever been like a bad, scary kid dictator president? There has, but that's like cute. But then he turns out to be uh, terrible. That's the risk you have. A with... guy or a girl, right? I shouldn't say like it's a man, a boy. But that's right. Yeah, but yeah, there's like you know, there's there's been accidents before in the past, but the kids learn their lesson. Yeah, <laughs> and then like, do the adults learn their lesson? No, they just keep electing kids. Well, yeah, yeah, they do. I mean, you know what? It's not perfect, <laughs> but it's my utopia is home. So, so, I mean, my perfect utopia is not perfect. It's not perfect, but you know what? Yeah, it's like I don't know. Some of the kids are super cool, though. Yeah, yeah, and not annoying kids. Like they're nice kids. They're friendly. You know, they're funny. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Um, Do they make laws at all, or do they just hang out? There's laws, but it's more like yeah. Signs that say "chill out." Uh, signs, That's their law. Yeah, the, the stop signs are just like, you know. That's what they say. You know. You know. They, they're in the shape of stop signs, but they're like, you know. You know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> chill out. If you don't chill out, you go to jail like a grump. I sound like I'm like I've turned into some weird hippie or something. Where I'm like, chill out, man. <laughs> like, yeah, but this is all coming from you, so maybe deep down you are. Holy shit. Yeah. Grow your hair longer. What is happening? Grow your hair longer. You still have it. Look at me. I wish I could grow long hair. Oh, my gosh. Everybody uh, listening to this podcast, look at me right now. I wish I could grow long hair. Chris, I'm looking at Chris right now. and (laughs) I'm growing long hair on my face. That's what's (laughs) happening. 
Um, yeah, you've got hippie face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> hippie face. That's what the doctor calls it. Um, yeah, what else? So music, you got the record player. It's nice. There's kid presidents. They race. They campaign. Cutest kid usually wins, though, anyways. Right. So I, the idea is cute is uh, subjective, but usually people decide, nah, this one's the cutest well, one. Well, sometimes they'll... They like, make up signs called chill out and the stop signs that just say, you know. Yeah. You live in a bungalow that's got enough room for guests. You have your own pool. Yeah. You have a driving range for disc golf. Right. Uh, ping pong table outside. Record player, music. What else we got? You got a bunch of Cavaliers. I got... Chevy Cavaliers. Yeah, man. You got a little scooter to ride around the Cavaliers. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty cute. I also... I, it's pretty cute. You know the... Uh, have you seen Maximum Overdrive? I know you have. Yes. I have the Goblin Truck. I watched truck. it with you last time I was here. Oh, my gosh. I Remember have the Goblin could... Truck. I bought the Goblin Truck. You do? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Remember when we couldn't stop laughing because he was filling the machines up with gas and he's like, what else do you want? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> so funny. Um, that was my first time seeing it. At really? At the age of 30, whatever, six. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Stephen King directed that. Oh, God. That's so funny. You gotta watch Creep Show. Stephen King plays a character that just turns into, like, plants. It's so... Really? Dumb. Yeah. Well, Stephen King starts off Maximum Overdrive with him, like, trying to take out money. And the bank machine, like... Oh, yeah. I remember that. It spits <laughs> it, it all out. He's it like, spits Whoa. it all out. And it has a message that says, you are an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> That's such an 80s thing. Like, totally you're an is. asshole, bud. <laughs> I know, right? that's so... Yeah, yeah it is you so... You know weird. what? You're an asshole. Oh, Doesn't that feel like the most 80s? Completely. This? I mean, yeah. That's so funny. Um, okay, aren't. so we've summarized a lot of that so far. Sports, I guess we already get. You like disc golf. You like golf, swimming a lot. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, your swimming pool is in the shape of a football, so airplanes can see it. Right. A football on the ground. And airplanes are mostly taking grumps to jail. Yeah. Like a grump con air. Um, dicks and grumps are kind of the same. They go to jail, mm-hmm. um, where they fight over parking spots behind big walls. <laughs> you have walls at your house that block the breeze for when you play ping pong. Yeah, but they're this also pretty clear. good. There, it's clear walls too, so I can see through them. Yeah, do so, birds fly into them? Fuck no. <laughs> okay, good. No. How do they not? How do they know? There's holes in, in the walls. <laughs> they just fly through by chance? Yeah, they do. <laughs> I mean, oh, okay. So I should say, I forgot to mention this at the very beginning, but yeah. all the birds are super smart. <laughs> <laughs> like, anytime you, like, just stick your hand up, yeah. a bird will land on your hand. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah. And this is so interesting because we started this podcast by talking about birds tweeting. I This was my plan. Do you love birds? They're all right. <laughs> no, it's just I, a bird-themed podcast, but they're all right. You know, I wouldn't kick them out of bed. Here's <laughs> no, another thing. I'm you don't kidding. have a job and you have a camper. You wouldn't kick birds out of bed for tweeting I w- crackers? I, would, I wouldn't have birds in my bed. <laughs> but also, if one landed in your bed, whatever. Yeah, I'd just be like, all right, buddy. It looks like it's you and me. I forgot. This that. is just like planes, trains, automobiles right now. Yeah, where's your hand? Between two pillows. Oh, no, it's the bird's butt. <laughs> uh, we forgot to talk. Yeah, so you also we remember you have a camper... Yeah. That you go camping with, and you'd probably take up the coast of this, of what's up. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and so you like camping a lot. The camping's great, man. Yeah. Go camping with friends, mm-hmm. bring some board games and stuff. Right. You there know? we go. Yeah. Before you left for 
um, L.A., uh-huh. which was about two years ago we established, were you losing your mind or do you really love board games that much? <laughs> People who know Brian, I hope you laugh at that. Because yeah. <laughs> you were like super into some, well, Settlers for sure. Yeah. But which I do love playing Settlers. Yeah, Battlestar Galactica, that the, game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Been, yeah. But you know what, though? Really, I think I've played maybe two or three board games in the past two years. Yeah. yeah. See, it was a stuck in Toronto thing, probably. I, you know, I do like hanging out with friends and and doing that stuff yeah yeah sometimes i played with you uh you and some friends and it was a lot of fun oh yeah but i just have i get antsy right board games are fun because we laugh hard and we drink but Mm -hmm. i don't necessarily seek it out right but uh yeah what are your favorite board games right now oh geez i played this uh, zombie game recently that was pretty good it was uh i forget the name of it but holy shit it was yeah yeah um, I remember I got you a board game for like around that time for your birthday or Christmas or something, mm-hmm. thinking like, oh, the store said this is a really good one, but I don't know. And then you're a really good, so you don't even remember. You're a really no, good I board remember. game player, and you're like, okay, yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> it was like uh, the guy said it was really good, but it wasn't the type you like. I don't think. No, no, it was good. I remember it. What was? I'm it? trying to remember the name of it. <laughs> yeah, me too. But I remember it was like it had to do with shapes. <laughs> <laughs> shapes games i'm like look you gotta match the shapes hey one thing though i i'd want a comedy club in my place yeah that's what okay that's what i was getting at yeah uh i forgot that's why i got but, it's like, but you're traveling and you're camping right and you said you don't have a job but you still want to do comedy yeah yeah yeah, okay. yeah. but it's not a job it's, it's like, not a job yeah but i might make a little bit of money but it's it maybe you don't matter. need money in this world you're right Fuck money. Yeah. I don't need money. Money's for grumps. Yeah, money is for grumps. <laughs> but no, it's All a great... money goes to jail in your world. It's a great club. Yeah. What's it called? Laugh, Sir Laughs a Lot. <laughs> Holy Sir Laughs a Lot. But it's even got the wrong... Yeah. Yeah. Sir, Sir Laughs a Lot. Sir Laughs a Lot. Sir Laughs a Lot. <laughs> And it's all like <laughs> it's all like set up medieval and everything. Yeah, yeah. And I have like my own tech guy because I usually need need tech in my bits. And stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it's free too, right? So, oh my god, I never thought about that because I just do. And like, there's all stand up, but you have to go and talk to a tech guy like, every fucking show and be like, hey, "Can you cue this? Can you cue that?" Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but he's the coolest guy. You know Terry Clement? Yeah. How long has he been touring around? Almost probably 20 years, right? Right. Touring around with his girlfriend being his tech the whole time. Right. Isn't that a nice relationship? Yeah, that is super nice. That's like, like what I have with my buddy yeah. in my utopia. What's his name? Brad. <laughs> Thanks so much, Brad, Brad, if you're listening. Brad Cooper. Brad Cooper? The actor. Oh, really? Yeah. In your utopian world, Bradley Cooper is your tech guy. But I call him Brad because we're tight. In my utopian world, Bradley Cooper plays the circus music when I do dick vibe. <laughs> <laughs> and Nicolas Cage, he's like, he hangs out all the time, dude. Yeah. You've watched every Nicolas Cage movie, right? Yeah. I just watched it, Joe recently. How is it? It's great. Is that the one where he has the weird looking beard? Yeah. Is yeah. that a real beard? I think so. Cause it's, maybe because... He usually has like some kind of weird fake hair in movies that kind yeah. of looks kind of strange. So... You okay, and then you actually did a th- like you naturally liked them anyways, so you watched most of them anyways. Mm-hmm. But you did a thing a couple years ago where you sat and watched them all in a row in order, right? No, not in order. Not in order, but you no. watched all of them. Yeah. So yeah. 
What do you think about this? Do you <laughs> think that Nicolas Cage is wholly aware of the corniness and he's taking the piss out of Hollywood? It almost feels like that sometimes. I don't think like so. This postmodern acting career. I think he really doesn't give a shit at all. Yeah. Like I do. I do think a lot of it has to do with like him needing money for castles, right? Yeah. He, like yeah. He's like he owes a lot of money. He did that like um, that movie. What was it? It was uh, the remake of the Kurt Cameron movie. It was like oh, yeah. the one about the... Uh, I can't remember what it's called right now. Like The End or It's, yeah, it's Coming Soon. Yeah, It's Coming Soon. <laughs> and it's crazy that he did it. But you could tell like he just did it for a paycheck. But it's it's so funny. Like, it's, I don't know. A good, he's made a lot of good movies. Well, but then he's also made like more bad movies. And the part that really likes, I, you know, yeah. his crazy performances and stuff. like Or his bad performances. I just love it. Well, when you see him, this is why I think I wonder because when you see him in like Raising Arizona, Wild at Heart, um, Adaptation, yeah, Bad Lieutenant or whatever, he's fully aware of how funny his character is being. Right. So, so when he's in something like Ghost Rider Two, yeah, or God, I can't even think of the names of the <laughs> other ones. They're so dumb, like Flash Buds. Yeah. Like I have no idea. <laughs> Well, Bangkok Dangerous or something. Right. Like, how is he not aware? He has to be. He has to know it's bad, and he's playing an over-the-top, hilarious character. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. See? It's yeah. tricky, right? Yeah, what was uh, what was that first movie you, you just referenced? Raising Arizona. <laughs> no, no, of, like, the bad ones. Uh, you, uh... Ghost Rider 2. Yeah, Ghost... I watched the... <laughs> Like a behind-the-scenes thing on yeah. Ghost Rider 2. It's the funniest thing. He was like, you know, as a kid, I used to read Ghost Rider all the time. And as a kid, I wanted to be Ghost Rider. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> like, I feel like that's just PR. <laughs> yeah. That's right? the craziest thing, though. I wanted to be this skull on flames. Yeah, this yeah. flaming skull on a motorcycle from the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Mom, can I be Ghost Rider? I want to be Silver Surfer's board. Well, yeah. I want to be like... Oh, my God. That new Fantastic Four. I want to be Doctor Strange. Okay. So, Nicolas Cage (laughs) is hanging around. Yeah. He's hanging around. With Bradley Cooper. They're helping you with your sets. I run an improv group with them. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Yeah. Why do you... Do you love Bradley Cooper? No, not at all. I never saw American Sniper. His name just came to me. Brad Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're helping you. You're in an improv troupe. So you are doing comedy. Yeah, I'm doing... I'm doing... Yeah. So I don't just do improv in this world. Yeah. But I I do do this group. And it's called, like, The Famouses. <laughs> and it's, like, me, Nicolas Cage, Brad Cooper. Yeah. Uh, Willem Dafoe. <laughs> uh, uh, Gus Van Sant. Two guys from Wild at Heart. Gus Van Sant. Yeah, of course. He's hilarious. David Lynch. <laughs> No. Just keep going. Me and David Lynch are a duo. Whoa. Yeah. What are you guys called? Dark Side of the Dark Side of the Noon. <laughs> Can I say this that I know about? Huh. Cuz I honestly think that this one gag that broke your mind when you were a kid has informed your comedy since then. In David Lynch's Eraserhead, which you loved when you were younger. Right. That weird old guy just stands up at the dinner table and goes Look at my knees. Look at my knees. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite joke in the whole world. And I think, I know, and then I watched that with you, 
And I was, it just hit. I was like, oh, this is Brian's <laughs> philosophy on life. <laughs> Don't you think? Yeah, totally. If you guys are listening and you know Eraserhead, think of the look at my knees part and how funny that is. That's basically, imagine a young oh Brian being influenced by that, and it totally makes sense. And there was a, a girl at my work yesterday who was wearing an Eraserhead t-shirt. What did you do? I was like, I love that shirt. And she's like, yeah, it's... It's my husband's from when he was in high school. And then you're like, and then I was see like, you later. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, oh, yeah, I, I had a poster from high school. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe I'll wear it tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's I just nice. hang it on all the walls. That'd be like funny if I mean. you got mad. It's your husband, so you don't even like it. You don't know. You don't understand a razor head. Well, you're wearing it, but you don't own it. Yeah. That's not natural. That's oh, that's crap. Yeah, that's f- fucking crap. <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? I I don't know. That's from life, man. It sounds like Fargo. Remember Fargo? Oh when yeah. The kid swears. Yeah. There's no fucking way. <laughs> and they're like, hey, watch it. <laughs> I love that movie. All right. Uh, hey, hey Margie. Let's see. I'm not gonna ask you any. I'm not gonna feed you any ideas. To right. build it now, you just we'll wrap it up by we we pretty, pretty much summed it up before we started talking about Nicolas Cage and your improv troupe, right. which is good. Mm-hmm. You got maybe say you have an improv troupe with them and you have the duo with David Lynch. That's great. You do whatever you want. I can do what I want. <laughs> I do the but me I... and David Lynch, though, our group is great. By the way, oh yeah, we have our own show. Yeah, it's fantastic. I'd love to see it. It's called David and Brian. <laughs> Bob, it's called Bob and David, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're Bob. <laughs> but I'm Bob. <laughs> no, it's great. We make a, a lot of films together and stuff too. Yeah, yeah. So is he? Is he your favorite filmmaker ever? Uh probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think so. But he's not really making anything anymore. Eh? Well, he is now. I mean, really? He's well. He's. I was doing, just thinking about that. Remaking Twin Peaks. Well, he's going to start doing Twin Peaks again on Netflix. Oh wow! Yeah, like a. I wonder what his brain will think of Twin Peaks now. It, I always I read that book by him about the transcendental meditation mm-hmm. and how like these weird like going to these recesses of his mind every day would all of a sudden give him these like eureka moments for his movies. Right. And then when you know that and you watch the movie now, you're like, oh yeah, totally. Man. Like remember that weird balloon face in Inland Empire? Yeah. Didn't we watch it together in the theater in Toronto? We did. And yeah. I thought I was going to have a heart attack. Oh, yeah. It, it was, was so, so scary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It really was. But remember that balloon face? Yeah. That's totally a meditating, deep meditation oh, idea. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Did I? Oh, he, like, my favorite thing. One neat thing is, like, I'm really into, like, uh, history around here, like, in L.A. Yeah. And then, like, um, so there's this um, Bob's Big Boy. That yeah, David Lynch used to live by, and yeah. then he went there every day for like seven years and like wrote a bunch of his movies there. Right, but he'd go and every day he'd have like a chocolate milkshake, and then like when Mel Brooks asked him to like make The Elephant Man, mm-hmm. he was like, um, oh, "Why don't you come down to my office?" And then David Lynch was like, "I'd prefer to meet at Bob's Big Big Boy." That's where I feel most comfortable. <laughs> so, that's amazing. Yeah. So. Th- and then yeah, he had uh, the meeting with Mel Brooks at Bob's Big Boy in Burbank, and then uh, I don't think I've ever been there. Oh man, it's it's yeah, we gotta go. Yeah. But it's um, it's so funny too, because like uh, um, 
Then one day, David Lynch like went through the dumpster for some reason. He saw the ingredients on the milkshake. Yeah. And he said there was like 50 ingredients. And then he realized that milkshakes probably aren't good for him. Yeah. So, so then he uh, stopped drinking. Stopped going there every day. Oh, my God. Just because of that. Yeah. What's the restaurant in Mulholland Drive? Then you might know this. When the guy's nervous and he leaves and he sees the gross bum behind the garbage can, but it's so scary. It's almost uh-huh. like a monster. Do you remember that part? No, I'm trying to remember it. It's really scary. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Well, and funny. Because the guy's so nervous. No, I can't and remember And he talks that. about his dream, and then his dream is real. It's really good. Wow. Think no, I'm going to have to, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, to, I feel like I've wasted time. Oh, you know day. what? Um, I'd have like a, a movie theater, too. Yeah. There'd be movie theaters everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you love movies. Yeah. What's that one we went to last year? We saw Godzilla and X-Men. Vista? No. Yeah. Yeah, the Vista. That one's really cool. That one's really great. With the Egyptian thing? Yeah. Um, anything else? Ed Wood had his office above the, oh, yeah. that theater. Yeah. That area is really good. Yeah, pretty good. Best Fish Taco, Vista Theater, oh my Cafe gosh. Vita. Some, a lot of like used clothing stores. Yeah. Uh, what's that name of that place? It's really good. Crossroads? Yeah. You want to go? Let's go get me some new... Let's get me a new style, man. <laughs> Anything else? Listen, um, there's a lot of talk these days about, like, drugs and, you know, rock and roll and everything. <laughs> yeah, it's nonstop. Just, like, <laughs> don't feel pressure from your friends. Just, like, you know, chart your own course. Yeah. You know, you're not living someone else's life. Live your own. Don't do drugs, just... You're not saying don't do drugs. You're just saying chart your own course. Yeah, if you want to do drugs, do do drugs. But just chart your own course. If you don't, course. though, don't do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hi, I'm Brian Barlow. Just chart your own course. Hey, chart your own course, huh? You're the captain of your life ship. Wow. Holy shit. You know what? I might leave it on that. Wasn't that nice? Yeah. Yeah. Captain of your own life ship. Chart your course. Yeah. Well, did you have fun chatting? Where your body is all the sailors. Um, (laughs) Hey, guys, get in gear. (laughs) You ever have a mutiny on your body? (laughs) That would be cancer. Uh, (laughs) Mutiny! People running around hospitals. (laughs) (laughs) We had a nice ending and then it got so... I'm just kidding. There's no no cancer. Who cares? No, there's no cancer in your world. No. There's just... Sailor, your body's your sailors. The cancer's in them with the grumps. Okay, say one last thing to everybody listening. Listen, there's been a lot of talk about graffiti. No, uh, graffiti. <laughs> yeah, there's been a lot of talk about graffiti on the downtown area, and uh, gotta cut it out. Hi. Um, <laughs> no, Sorry. yeah, that, that's it, man. Yeah, this Did has been fun? fun. Yeah, this has been fun. Okay, this, it was really great. Me too. If you guys were listening, it was fun having Brian, but also I feel like we're a little sunbaked today. We were on the sun. Well, I just climbed a mountain. Yeah, and then we just had hash browns. Hash browns. Now we're going to go do a show. Thanks so much for doing it. I'm excited for the show. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I love all of you. Okay, party at my place tonight. Come over. Okay, there you go. Sunbaked Blazed Brothers drinking tea. Brian Barlow and me, Chris Locke. Thanks, Brian, again so much for coming on. 
It was fun hanging out with you. And uh, for those of you who listened to the whole thing, the show we mentioned, the Tomorrow Show, which is uh, with the was hosted by Ron Lynch and co-hosted by Dave Higgins, uh, who I got to talk to, which I was really happy about because Dave Higgins is the co creator and writer and star of The Wrong Guy. If you've listened to this every episode, you know that that's my favorite comedy. It's the best. And we've had Dan Redekin and Mike Wilmot on who have been on The Wrong Guy. So that night, we went and did The Tomorrow Show with Dave Higgins and Ron Lynch, and it was so much fun to be reunited with Brian again on stage. And we had a blast. We killed. We made everybody laugh. We had a great time. Brian's so funny. And... That was him that you listened to. So follow him at Brian underscore Barlow on Twitter. Follow me at Chris Lock Fun for all kinds of updates and stand-up info and stuff like that. And follow us at Utopia to Me. Tweet about it. Vote for it on iTunes. Give good reviews. Help us get more noticed. We've got a lot of new listeners coming coming around because of all the fun shows and good guests and word of mouth. So it's really nice. Any any promotion helps, um, but you guys that uh, are always listening, uh, I love it. Thanks so much, and stay tuned for more interesting podcasts from L.A. I'm going to catch up with a lot of friends out here that I haven't got to see in Canada, so there will be a lot more uh, L.A.-themed podcasts soon. Thanks so much for listening, and enjoy um, whatever's left in your fridge. If there's not much, like just some mustard, put a dab on your finger, put it on your tongue, and enjoy. Thanks. Thank you.